you do great work and you know that you provide excellent service. Um, but how do you find enough people to show them how awesome you are? You started your service-based business because you're amazing at what you do. Doing the job you love isn't what makes being an entrepreneur difficult. It's finding the clients to work with you and pay your rates. Now, the biggest trap that I see a lot of new business owners fall into is thinking that they're going to find all of their clients through Instagram or other social media channels. Now, while it is possible to build a decent base of clients that way, you're running a lot of risks with the long-term health of your business. So how do you attract more clients to your business? We're going to dive into several ways to find new clients in today's episode. You're listening to the Captain Coder Podcast. Each week, I take you through actionable strategies that can help you grow your online business. I'm your host, Marisa Van Skyver, aka Captain Coder. Now let's take a step back and just cover this part of it. Why is social media not the only way you want to market your business? Well, frankly, you can't control it. Do you remember in October 2021 when Facebook and Instagram went down for basically 24 hours? Were you a part of that panicked crowd? Now, if you were trying to relaunch a new offer or even launch an online course during that time and uh, did 90% of your business through social media, well, you were out of luck. There was a time, too, over in, uh, I think it was just last October of 2022 um, or November, where Instagram was having some really weird things and people lost thousands of followers in a day or getting locked out of their accounts for no reason. Now, look, you could turn to Twitter, well, (laughs) maybe, um, or TikTok, but if your followers weren't already there following you, it didn't really matter. Now, there have been many other large digital companies who have had issues with downtime over the last couple of years. The big problem with social media marketing is that you are at the mercy of a corporation that is almost impossible to contact. So how can you attract new clients to your business and not do that by building your business on rented ground? Well, I have a few options for you. We're going to start by talking about how to attract more clients by just meeting them in person. And I get it. Hold on. I know that you're saying, wait a second, I'm a little bit introverted. Uh, But here's the thing. Here's the thing. These work even when you're introverted. Now, look, people really like working with people they know. I live in a what I like to call a small big city. There's half a million people in the Wichita metro area, but we still like working face to face and having in-person meetings. And and honestly, it's not it's not just Wichita, it's not just the Midwest. We really just like working with people that we know, like and trust. Now, you probably have gotten mad in the past when you see somebody like a competitor and you know you have better skills than them, but they always seem to get the jobs that you want. They always seem to have the clients that you would like to work with. Well, the saying is, it's all about who you know applies here. People that get to know you are going to do more for your business than you could ever imagine. Now, that's why in-person networking can be so vital to the longevity of your business 
especially in your local community. Now, again, you're probably sitting here thinking, okay, great, fine. But uh, introvert, introvert, don't like to do these things. Look, you certainly don't have to do all of these, but letting people get to know you and your face does help your business. Now, I 100% reluctantly admit all of this. I would love if I could just focus on the virtual options. And I've gotten to a point in my business where I don't have to do these things as much. Uh, But you know what? You can make this all easier by grabbing a friend and having a battle buddy with you as you enter these spaces. Now, the first place that you can look for in-person networking opportunities is your local chamber of commerce or entrepreneur um, groups. In my city, there's a couple of different options. So kind of depending on where you live, you probably have a local chamber of commerce at the very least that you can join or go to different hosted events without joining at all. Now, memberships are optional. You don't have to join if you're a business. That's not something that like you're forced to do in most places. But chances are your chamber can help you connect with other local business owners. Often they'll find they'll offer different networking events and different types of events to make it easier for you. And look, here's a pro tip. When you start getting used to this and you start going on, say, your second, third, or fourth time, go find the people you've already met and catch up with them. This is not Pokemon where you've got to catch them all. Forming a few good friendships instead of trying to get as many business cards as you can is the way to build the relationships that bring you business. Now, if you're not quite ready to walk into a luncheon with dozens or even hundreds of people, have you ever heard of BNI? Now, it and other referral groups like it, they're built as an organized referral network. You attend a weekly meeting where one of the business owners in the group presents their businesses and what they do. You get to talk about your own business and how you help clients, and your fellow members are basically supposed to send you referrals. There's all sorts of incentives for them to do that. Now, B&I or groups like it help you get used to networking in person. This is honestly where I got started. Um, you learn how to build those relationships. You get a little bit more used to it because you're, and it becomes a lot more comfortable for you because you're able to get used to meeting new people in a smaller, more controlled environment. And it's typically the same people you're seeing week after week with a few guests here and there. So it's not as overwhelming if you have some social anxiety issues, um, speaking from experience. Now, if you don't love working from home, you may already be working in a co-working space, even just once or twice a week. Here's the thing that most people don't think about. These are a perfect place to meet new people and bring new clients into your business. Now, many of the co-working spaces, at least in my local community, they offer events and other mixers that help you get to know the people working in that space. But what they can do is also introduce you to other business owners that might need your help. So (laughs) pro tip, take your headphones off and strike up a conversation in the kitchen. I know, deep breath. It's okay. Totally doable. Get to know a few of the people in your space and attend a few of those events. They can do a lot to help grow your business because chances are they know exactly how you feel and they're eager to help. 
building up some quid pro quo, um, you know, just working on helping each other out, mutually beneficial relationships, they can do a lot to help you build your business. Of course, not everybody has the option or opportunity, I try to say both of those words at the same time, to do a lot of in-person networking. So take advantage of virtual networking. Now, this takes a lot less time. It doesn't require you to get dolled up and go someplace, which is (laughs) why it's more my jam. Um, It really just involves you creating conversations and getting to know people just, you know, online instead of in person. Now, if you're like me, you're going, yes, yes, this exactly. Don't think of either of these things that I'm about to share with you as a way to post and push your business either. It's more about building up the know, like, and trust factor to get those people to that you've met to come back when they need you. Now, you want to know, probably my biggest revenue earner in 2021 and 2022, Facebook groups. I am not even kidding. I joined a few Facebook groups where my peers and target market spend their time. I, you know, you just go in and lend your expertise when other members ask questions, offer free advice, or just simply engage in the conversation. The members will get to used to seeing your name so that when someone is looking for a service provider like you, you've already got some trust going. Now, you can also try to get involved in a virtual mastermind. If you're spending any time in these online Facebook groups or Discord communities, just ask fellow members to create a virtual mastermind. Now, granted, you don't want to have, if you're a bookkeeper, you don't want to create a virtual mastermind with 10 other bookkeepers. That's not what we're trying to do here. And, and virtual masterminds are not intended to be a referral source, but the more someone in those kinds of really tight-knit groups and communities get to know you, the likelier they are to think of you and your business in future when either they need your service or they know someone who does. After all, you already deeply know their own business and what they're trying to achieve. Okay, so of course, networking is going to get you clients because it's really honestly just a shortcut to getting people to know and like you and build up that trust but it can take a lot longer. I am still reaping benefits from networking that I did years ago that did not bring me benefits back then, but I'm getting those benefits now. Now, one of the best ways that you can attract clients that's gonna work a little bit faster is using your own digital marketing. Now, obviously you can use your own digital marketing to attract new clients to your business. That's kind of a no brainer, right? That's like the point of it. And yes, this can include social media, but you also want to put your emphasis and your energy on those pieces of your marketing that you actually own. Now, this means basically that unlike social media, you can control your message, how it's shared, how it's viewed, and even what it looks like. Okay, so when I talk about marketing pieces that you own, what I mean are things like your website, your email marketing, and even a podcast. Now, of course, we could delve deep 
deep into all of these things, but I cover a lot of this in other episodes. I just want to make sure that you are not neglecting this as a way to attract and find new clients. But here's the piece that I want you to think about more in this week's episode. You don't want to neglect third-party marketing channels. Now, and by that, I mean Places where people can see you on somebody else's platform or get to know you in a slightly different way. Now, you want to have a good solid foundation for your digital marketing and online presence by creating marketing pieces where you own it all. But that doesn't mean you neglect these third party options either. Like it's it's all something that works together. This is a This is definitely something that's not, you know, cherry pick one or two things. You have to get these things to work together. Now, if you're trying to find a few great places to get started and want to get more eyeballs on your content and your online marketing pieces, you might want to start with YouTube. Again, I know this seems maybe a little bit scary because it involves video, but YouTube is one of the best platforms for information that just keeps on giving. Look, not only is YouTube the second largest search engine, and by the way, that has been true for years. We'll see what ChatGPT does over the next few months, but for right now and for years previous to this, YouTube is and has been the second largest search engine. People go there after they go look at Google or they go there instead of Google because they're trying to find answers to solve their problem right then and there. It's very action oriented, meaning that it's a great place to build an audience with content that can be found over and over again. This means it's a fantastic way to continuously attract new clients. I mean, think about it. The last time you went to YouTube, The video that you picked to look at, did it just match what you were looking for better? Or was it a brand new video? Chances are you're actually watching videos that are sometimes six months to two years old, but they're the right answer for this problem that you have. They're offering the solution that you're looking for. Keep that in mind. You can have a YouTube video blow up two years later that is just simply not going to happen on any social media platform, especially things like TikTok and Instagram. About three days later, you're kind of done, right? Unless it's gained some momentum up front. Although, you know, every once in a while I have a reel that explodes after a week. Let's not, that's kind of, it's kind of weird. Um, but you're, YouTube is where a lot of that content is going to live a whole lot longer. You're going to get more value out of your time and energy out of YouTube than almost anywhere else. Another great way to attract new clients to your business is by simply getting on somebody else's platform. So that means being a podcast guest or writing an article for someone else Get in front of that entirely new podcast audience, in front of their blog audience, in front of, you know, bigger websites like Medium or even Forbes or other large publishers. When a third party, when somebody else holds you up and showcases your expertise and content, it lends credibility to your message. 
It's basically saying I endorse this person and what they do. They know their shit. So you're getting third party social proof from these places when somebody else has you on their own platform, their podcast, their website, their YouTube videos, Facebook Live videos, whatever. But not only that, it's providing you a bigger platform to bring people back to you and your own marketing channels. Because let's be real, you're getting to reach an entirely new audience, the audience that this person has maybe spent years cultivating. And suddenly, their thousands of followers is getting to meet you and getting to know you and getting to see how you might be able to help them as well. Okay, so can you see a common thread with today's episode? To get clients for your business, chances are you need to get out of your box just a bit. Now look, it is not the easiest thing for me, but in-person networking has helped me gain long-term recurring revenue clients And it's even afforded me the opportunity to teach digital marketing at Wichita State. So I've gotten a lot out of in-person networking events. And I'm an introvert and it's not my favorite thing in the world, but it works. Getting on other people's channels and in Facebook groups has allowed me to meet people I never would have been able to before. The biggest thing to remember through all of this The best way to attract new clients to your service-based business is to diversify where people are seeing you. You don't have to be everywhere. That's where a lot of people get stuck. They think they have to be on every single platform, on every single channel, whatever. You don't have to do that. In fact, you're going to burn out really quick if you're trying to be everywhere and trying to be in front of everyone. But you do need to switch it up a bit and have a strong foundation with your own digital marketing for them to come back to. Thank you all for tuning in to our show this week. To catch more Captain Coder, you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app. Now, if you have any questions or you want to learn more about digital marketing and how it can help grow your online business, follow us on Instagram at Captain Coder or visit us online at Captain coder.com. Can't wait to talk to you all again next week.